0: Hey, before we get started, I wanted to say thanks to a couple sponsors that keep the show on the air. Physical Therapy and Balance Centers, they were created by PTs, especially for PTs in private practice. On average, a private practice who joins the physical network grows more than 40%. So if you're ready to discover how the largest network of PT private practice owners are growing and adapting to industry changes, visit physicalfranchise.com. That's F-Y-Z-I-C-A-L-Franchise.com. And our friends from MW Therapy, they want to know, hey, have your EMR costs grown out of control? Has your current EMR hit a wall? Or maybe it was invented in 2007 when smartphones weren't even a thing. There's a time for something better at times now. MW Therapy. Take a demo now at MWTherapy.com. That's MWTherapy.com, where switching over your EMR is easy. And our friends at cbdrx for You, your CBD store, get the ABCs of CBD at CBDRX4U.com. That's CBDRX, the number four, the letter U, dot com.
1: We talk PT, drink beer, and record it. This is the PT Pinecast.
0: Woof, good morning. Mm, PT Pinecast, not usually known from coming at you. 637 on the east coast definitely was not a radio uh, morning radio dj in my time morning radio djs on the air at six but you got to be up at like four o'clock in the morning not my style uh but as we swing back into spring i wind up working out earlier in the morning winter i know my body not happening so i was already up and i had a thought that i wanted to share i didn't want to wait i didn't want to let it fester and bring it to you later i wanted to bring it to you now And the title of the the episode of the live stream right now is take ownership because you are the boat. And this has been, um, this is a lesson I learned uh, years ago. I think this analogy, this story that I'm going to share with you, it's pretty good. It resonated, it resonates with me over and over in different parts of my life. It comes back. And it teaches me the same thing in different ways over and over because I might be listening to the same story. But I'm older. I'm different. The story is the same. So, uh, so here goes. You're the boat. Remember that you're the boat. That's the that's the moral. And here's here's how I got there. Uh, so, was a radio DJ before coming to uh, physical therapy, and I had to do a bunch of prerequisite courses. Right? Not many not many uh, radio uh, communications majors taken physics and bio or anatomy. So I had to go back for all those all those classes. Right? And I liked it. It was fun. It was fun to take college courses as an as a second career uh student as an adult you know i consider myself a kid when i was an undergrad so as i was getting closer and closer to um completing all my prerequisites i was actually doing my final few classes at coastal carolina university that's just outside of myrtle beach my dad had retired down there and he was like listen you're taking these classes you're still working in radio what if you moved down here and just did classes full time? You'd get done faster. And I was like already packing my bags. Like I wasn't even off the phone. I was like, yep, okay, okay, see you, t- see you tomorrow. So I did that. So I was taking like chemistry and, you know, bio and stuff like that at uh, Coastal Carolina. And, I, you know, I don't know if you noticed, but I do a lot of things. I'm always doing something. And I figure, hey, if I got, there's hours left in the day, if I can burn some daylight, I'll get a part-time job. So I had two. I had two. The, this might have been the best one-two combo of part-time jobs that I've ever had. This was awesome. I was a bartender at a bar right on the, on the, on the inlet, pretty much the Atlantic Ocean, in Myrtle's Inlet, South Carolina, bartender by night, ocean lifeguard in North Myrtle Beach by day. I don't know why I kept going. Why did I just go incur a bunch of debt? But anyway, that, those were my, that was my day and my night. So in the morning, at dawn, on the beach... And at night I was a bartender and they, uh, the city of North Myrtle beach, South Carolina is responsible for the lifeguards there. They're the ones that train you and, you know, make sure that, you know, you know what you're doing. And we went through about two weeks of, of training. They teach you how to do all the, you know, the CPR training, the basic, uh, life-saving, and then a bunch of stuff in the ocean. And as we started getting towards the end of the two weeks training full days, but I mean, like you're in the ocean, you're on the beach. This is great. This is awesome. I loved it. It was awesome. And uh, as we get closer to the end, you start doing cooler stuff, right? They're starting to weed some of the people out, but then the people that are still there, they let you do cooler stuff. So one day we're learning, we're learning how to like rescue from the back of jet skis, like some Baywatch stuff. It was dope. You're like riding on this like sled on the back of a jet ski and you're cruising. And they're like, okay, if we got to get you to somebody, this is what we do. And they're whatever. I mean, <laughs> we, we never actually did that. In reality, we just did it in training. But hey, you know what? It was fun. It was a couple, fun couple of days. So we played on jet skis all one day. I don't know. There was like 60 of us, 70 of us. There's a lot, a lot of lifeguards. And they're flinging us around the ocean in jet skis all this one day on a Thursday. And then we come back the next day on Friday, all beat up, all sore from the jet skis and getting tossed around. And we're at dawn. And we're on the beach. And we're standing there in our you know with our whistles. And we're ready to do whatever. And the, the jet ski lesh lesson is fresh in everybody's mind, right? Because again, I'm like 34, 33. Everybody else is like 19, and uh, the jet ski lesson feel still fresh in everybody's mind. And one of the one of the guys, you know, pipes up and he's like, "Hey, um, what are we doing today?" And the guy, uh, the instructor, the the police officer in charge, in the southern accent, says, "Uh." <clears throat> You see that buoy out there? He kind of gestures loosely towards the horizon. See that buoy out there? And we're like squinting. And I'm like, I don't know if it's my eyes or I, I can't. He's like, right on the horizon. And it's like far, I don't know, a thousand, more than a thousand yards. It's just far. You can barely see it. It's starting to dip off into the nothingness. The earth is round, but it looks like it's flat at that point. And so he's like, we're going to go out. You're going to touch that buoy and you're going to come back. And then I'll tell you what you're going to do next. So the kid who had piped up was like, okay, we just, we, we go from here to the buoy and we come back. Where's the, uh, where's the jet ski? Where's the boat? Like we just did all the boats. That's far. Where Where's the boat? And the instructor sort of took a breath and this great South Carolina accent, which I love when they have these little isms and he looks back and he looks right at this kid and he goes you're the boat start swimming now last person back's got to do you know a thousand yard beach run or something some punishment and it snaps everybody into oh god the lesson here that I learned as I got myself into gear and started swimming because I didn't want to be one of the last people in have to do a punishment As we're swimming to the horizon, to this buoy that we can barely see. And we wind up swimming through a school of jellyfish. And then you realize that you got to swim through that school of jellyfish on the way back too. You just got into a groove, right? The goal was touch the buoy, touch the buoy and come back. And we were so set and conditioned from the day before that. We were going to be given assistance. There was going to be a jet ski. There was going to be a boat. And just with his South Carolina accent, he just took that away in in just a couple words. You're the boat. And on my swim out there, I really had that message in my head. I don't think he meant it to be as prophetic as it still is. I'm talking about it almost a decade later and it really made me think like that entire 2 week period i was gearing up we were getting stronger we were swimming further we were working harder we were getting better and then we were given a jet ski and our my own as well as the other guy next to me who asked the question our default went back to where's the thing that'll make this easy where's the thing i can just push a button just throttle up and get there and get done cuz i want to be done The purpose of the exercise was not to be done. The purpose of the exercise was to do the exercise. So this was like really rattling around in my head. I'm sure the other lifeguards were not thinking about this. Only I think about this stuff like this. And you're the boat. So of course it wouldn't be a very good lesson if you couldn't apply it everywhere else. And that's really what this does for me is whenever I'm, installing a pool patio in my backyard or i'm trying to uh get to the bottom of a pile of paperwork or try to figure out how to how to get something from point a to point b and i just remember like hey that was a great lesson because some people could have looked at that and said man there's no jet ski how the hell am i going to get this done it's like take ownership of it you're the boat no boats coming no help you are help The only way into and out of this situation is you. And so that's sort of my line. I say to myself, I think this might have been, this might only be the second time I've ever told the story out loud that I actually have this little weird mantra, if you'd even call it that. You're the boat. So we we all have those moments, right? I'm moving a pile of gravel in my backyard. If you've ever moved gravel with a, a shovel, it is a miserable experience. The shovel just sort of goes, dink, and just doesn't go into the gravel. So you really got to manhandle it. I'm looking at this pile of gravel, and I don't want it in the middle of my yard, but it's, the, it's still there. I got to move it. I'm the boat. I'm navigating paperwork with a, with, a, with a car that I've had for a while. I'm trying to figure, get the title and move it around, and I'm like, ah, oh, I just want this to be easy. I'm just like, you're the boat. No one is coming to help you. That's the mindset you need to have. And I'm not saying that you can't use outside resources or other people aren't great and keep them close in your life. What I'm saying is have the mindset of you're the boat. And things change. I don't want to get all Tony Robbins-y or whatever. I'm not saying, you know, the, the secret. Remember that book, The Secret? I'm not saying it actually. I'm saying it changes you internally. And when you can change your mindset, I don't know, for me anyway, how difficult something is, how hard, how intense, how long it feels, it sort of changes for me. And if you're an endurance athlete, it might not be you're the boat, but there's probably a mantra in your head, something that got you from mile three when you wanted to quit to mile 13 when you're doing a long run, when you're swimming 4,000 yards. And you're like, and you can quit. You could quit. In a lot of these things, in endurance sports, in swimming to a buoy, in moving gravel, in doing anything, taking care of your kids, investing in your business, investing in your relationships with friends and family, you can quit. You can throttle back. You could do a little less, and no one's going to know. No one's going to know, except for you. You'll know, and this isn't me saying, hey, grind and go 100% every time, but like, take ownership because you are the boat. Boats not coming, help's not coming. Pretend that way, and then if help ever does come, cherry on top. Great. Look how much more you got before help arrived. Because the purpose of whatever exercise you're doing, literal or metaphorical, is to do the exercise, not to have done. Whatever whatever you're getting through today might be the thing that is strengthening you for that real hard thing tomorrow or 6 months from now or 6 years from now. For me almost a decade ago, it was swimming a couple thousand yards to a buoy and back. I'm still thinking about that. It had nothing to do with swimming. It was up here. So, where can you apply this? I apply it all the time. I'd love to hear if this uh if something like this resonated with you, if you want me to have more <laughs> coffee conversations. <clears throat> Not having a pint this early but have a little bit of a latte, if you know what I'm talking about. Um, where would you apply it? Do you already have something like this? DM me or, or, or share something on fa- uh, Facebook or Twitter, Instagram. And just let me know, hey, man, I heard your ramble at 6 o'clock in the morning. And yeah, you're the boat. I like that. Maybe I'll put it on a t-shirt. But I want you to put it in your head. I want you to see what comes out of it. Because when the, that going gets tough, the tough gets going. You're the tough, man. You're the boat. I liked it, too, because in the middle of the ocean, if you've ever swam out really far, if you can't swim out past the breakers, we would do horizon swims with the lifeguards. You'd swim until you couldn't see land. We would swim until you couldn't even see the tops of the really tall uh, hotels. And that is when you feel really alone. It's not as far as you'd think. It's far. But it's not as far as you'd think to get out there and feel truly alone and, and cut off. And it's at first a really scary feeling that, man, what if What if something happens? That's a good question. What if something happens? What if I cramp out in the middle of the ocean? What's going to happen? Well, if you're by yourself, I got news for you. You're the boat. You're the help. I need you to own that mentally. We talk a lot, of, a lot about mental training in – sports for me it was endurance sports because that's that's just the stuff that I did that's why I bring it up I don't think it's better than anything else it's just the stuff I know but m- the mental aspect of it you don't understand it until you do it until you know you've got to do 10 more miles I'll do a quick episode on my first Ironman triathlon the mental aspect of what it did for me it was the training that got you there yes the training prepares you cardio and strength all that gets you ready but you're training your mind the whole time. And if you don't, oh, my friends, whatever you're doing will get difficult. But I think that you're the boat that um, that comes into play no matter what you're doing. And I like it. It's a pretty story. I can still picture it. I can still picture a look on that kid's face when that guy, when that cop looked back at him and goes, you're the boat. Start swimming. Oh, and everybody just kind of jumped into action. Oh, God, we got to go. We're, we're it. Yeah, you're it. And a lot of times in your life, you are going to be alone in a situation. That is your job. That is your task. That is the thing set before you. I want you to take ownership of it. I want you to lean into it a little bit and go, okay, I am my way in and I'm the way out. I'd be remiss if I didn't quote a great philosopher. I love him. You might, you might not know him. You might not like him, but his name is uh, David Matthews. And he said, I will go in this way. I will find my own way out. And that is number 41. I appreciate you listening. Take ownership today of whatever it is because, my friends, you Like what you
1: hear? Tell a friend or leave a review on iTunes or Google Play.
0: The show today is brought to you by the Brooks Institute of Higher Learning, an innovator in providing advanced post-professional education. The Brooks IHL offers seven on-site PT residencies, including orthopedics, women's health, geriatrics, pediatrics, sports, and neurology
1: The P.T. Pinecast is a product of P.T. Pinecast LLC. It is hosted and produced by P.T. Pinecast CEO Jim McKay and CBO Sky Donovan from Marymount University. We talk P.T., drink beer, and record it. This has been another pour from the P.T. Pinecast. The P.T. Pinecast is intended for educational purposes only. No clinical decision making should be based solely on one source. While care is taken to ensure accuracy, factual errors can be present. More on the show at ptpinecast.com.